0: like noah's fisherman vibe today
1: yeah noah you look really great
2: what's your sweater i didn't intend for it to come i didn't realize until i looked at myself that what it looks like i mean i know the hat is like a greek fisherman hat this is a thermal it's like waffle knit oh nice. oh but it's really chunky and has a huge neck so it looks like a fisherman sweater but it's from mantle it's the best thing i've ever had what are huh. those
0: seams on the arm? It looks like it's like knit inside out or something. Yeah, it's inside out. Wow. Okay.
2: So like on the inside, it's smooth. So the mm. seams don't touch your skin and the seams are on the outside.
1: No seam to skin contact. It's pretty sick.
0: No seam November. <laughs> mm. <laughs> who's, who's excited?
1: Um, <laughs> Sam and I had the time of our lives yesterday.
0: I was trying to watch Beautiful Boy to get some... Timothy Chalamet content on the dome before this podcast. And then Rachel threw up the bat signal from Lucien.
2: Yeah, this is, this whole scenario is pretty disrespectful. I mean, we did, we had some really good pre-meetings and brainstormings and, um, you know, script writing for this episode. What episode is this? One hundred and nine. The 109th episode of Corporate Lunch. And we all had lots of research and viewings um to do and I spent all day yesterday just deep deep in it, um you know using Sam's run Runoff show as a guide and then you guys just went out partying
1: isn't that what Timothy Chalamet would do? <laughs> it
2: actually is it's a good metaphor it's for method acting. Yeah, it's an it's analogous to his whole thing which is like um like total commitment to the work but also like just going to Coachella getting your picture taken. So my, um, no, my big takeaway um, on Chalamet is that he is stylistically the, uh, the love child of Shia and Harry Styles. He's he's, yes. he's a perfect combination. Yes. You're dressed like Harry Styles. Yeah, I do. yeah. You I'm are. Wearing, I'm wearing low rise um, flare pants.
0: And I'm not mm-hmm. wearing a shirt, so I'm dressed like Shia LaBeouf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a hoodie, so I'm dressed like
0: both of them. Like Hallamay. Timmy the Chalamet. That's a that's a good theory, Noah. I like that. I mean, I think that Timmy's so compelling as a as a sort of style figure because he you know he makes a lot of mistakes and he learns yeah. from the mistakes and uh, and I think that's really important
2: style mistakes
0: style mistakes yeah Do you have one he's certainly he's like, not he's certainly because he's certainly not killing it every every time you know wow
1: this yes. is really this but 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 it's vote. okay
0: but it's okay it's okay <laughs> sometimes his like hemlines are a little fucked up you know
1: oh i like that i think it's something that Hyder does
0: yeah it's sort of a Hyder thing Hyder also really... does really elegant beautiful beautifully tailored trousers and then he also i guess does you know, the, the like more sloppy, like role thing. I just think it's a little, it's a little too sloppy for me. on like the red carpet for Timmy, but you know, he gets a pass.
1: I think it's cool that he like texts designers and is like, can I wear your sequin hoodie tonight?
0: Yeah, (laughs) He gets a pass. He gets a pass because he's not, he doesn't look like he's dressed by a stylist.
1: I know it's really old fashioned. And
0: that's so cool. He's like a
1: true movie star. Yeah. He's a true movie star.
0: And like, he's such an, you know, he's an enthusiast because yeah, he like, he texts Hyder who calls him like my little bro, Timote, um, and he like texts Virgil and fans out on the Vuitton stuff. And, you know, he has a lot of like grand loyalty, you know, he wears some, he, he'll, he'll like have like a little Givenchy moment here and there. And he'll have like, like he wore that SR studio, like uh, overall yeah, overalls, thing, which like I would love to know like everything. how that came together, whether he was like, oh shit, I, I love this artist Sterling Ruby, or if that was like a stylist, thing on his on his press tour but he you know he wears the same like berluti boots all the time which is dope to have that sort of brand loyalty and that like enthusiasm for and and berluti by heider ackerman for the record
2: as you may have suspected at this point today is the timothy chalamet episode of of corporate lunch the you know the podcast that brought you the pants episode hanging out part one hanging out part two walking um, walking walking episode you know like we only tackle the big topics, and today today is Mr. Timothy Chalamet uh, on the occasion of his second GQ cover and second um, pretty deep, raw uh, profile by Dan Riley. Uh, so where to begin? I mean, we've already we've already like covered the boots, the pants. I mean, we got to slow down. You guys were moving really fast there. I think we're gonna have to like unpack uh, it all unpack it all and dig in. And I hope especially more than anything, this isn't really like a, a Timothy Chalamet episode so much as it is like a, this, an exploration of personal style development in in a sort of a, uh, not just like coming of age in the traditional sense, but like as we all evolve as people and like, you know, the, the, the never ending um, search. Fashion
1: bar mitzvah.
2: But yeah. <laughs> the fashion bar mitzvah that we all get to experience every 13 years um and you know chalamet is a good is a good example of this like one thing that occurs to me is there hasn't because of like because of a lot of factors including like influencer culture and social media super mega celebrities especially actors have really fallen out of like the style conversation do you guys think that's true definitely like there has it like i mean like they're like we love to see like leo on a city bike like smoking a butt or something i don't even know if he does that anymore but babes like the babes there haven't there haven't really been actors tend to put clothes on for events and otherwise they don't really do much style wise unless it's like keanu just being awesome or brad pitt being awesome but um those guys are a different generation but Timothy's kind of in a league of his own as like a fashion plate right now, don't you think?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he wears things that like, well, I think there's also a sort of gap between what like the clothing that actors are aware of. Like the coolest thing that like most of Hollywood knows about is Gucci, which is very cool, but it's like, you know, it's a massive brand.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, And he knows about, I mean, he's really loyal to like all of these, much more like in terms of like a big massive branding apparatus, like much more under the radar kinds of designers and is also like a real I mean he's he's not just like a snob, he's an enthusiast. Like he's a real fan of fashion.
0: He loves Prada Nylon.
1: He loves Prada Nylon.
2: He's had some pretty epic Prada nylon moments. Although Sam, as you mentioned earlier, he's had ups and downs. My, my, the, it was at the Oscars, he wore that Prada sort of space suit with his hair slicked back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how do you guys rank that in terms of Timothy Chalamet fits?
0: I think that doesn't, that doesn't make my top 10, but, um, but you only like because it. it was a little too slim for me. But, but I liked, I liked that he was like trying to pull a Frank Ocean at the Met ball kind of thing. Like it felt like he oh, yeah. he was intentionally referencing like the Frank or like Kanye, sort of I'm gonna wear like a boiler suit uh, to this black tie event um, because it's, it's by Mrs. Prada.
2: That, was that the same year that Frank Ocean wore the Prada nylon suit to the CFDA Awards?
0: No, we Frank wore or the, the Prada nylon to the Met Gala last year in 2019. Oh,
2: that's what I meant. The Met Gala. Yeah, yeah. you just said that. He Sorry. did
1: that in 2019. And then this the Chalamet's nylon was to the um 2020 Oscars. Oh so wow. So it was like, you know, it was like eight months later or something. And right, that around the same
2: time Kanye, well, in the general time frame, Kanye was just wearing like dickies to to like mm-hmm, black mm-hmm. time events. The thing about that one I yeah. That was a, it was a slim nylon fit. I didn't like that. He looked like he was uh, about to captain a space shuttle. Um, I think it was too, too much for me. The cool thing about Timothy Chalamet style is that he's always embraced like a, a baggier, looser, what I would call fresher silhouette, like, like. He's he's good with, like, a baggy pant. I mean, he's so skinny, I guess it's just He's really
1: small. Hair. I mean, when you see him, one of his best looks is when he wears those, like, turtlenecks. Yeah. Those is like, clingy turtlenecks. But he's really small.
0: Yeah, he's kind of a clothes hanger.
1: I think one of
2: my favorite looks I just sent you, he's, like, walking down the street in a Prada puff, like, padded jacket with a baseball hat and, like, a creased trouser and New Balances. That's oh, wow. just, like... That's yeah. just his as good as it gets Um, i've never seen
0: this Are those like are those needles track pants
2: it's hard to say it looks like it because they have the sewn in crease you know the
0: needles poly track yeah
2: but he shall wears a lot of like stella mccartney and um like isabel morant i feel like he wears a lot of like isabel morant pants Mm -hmm. um so it could be something like that which is like kind of out of my area of expertise i'm just not as familiar with like the those pieces he wears a lot of their stuff do you guys find Timothy Chalamet's style or approach to style relatable?
1: Yeah. I think it's really cool. Well, one I he really like goes for it. Yeah. Which I think is awesome. And I think that's important for we could, we haven't had an actor who goes for it in a while, you know? Mm-hmm. Like red carpet style, but also like just paparazzi style was really like pretty Safe
2: for a long time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Rachel, I feel like you and and Timmy could end up like sharing some closet pieces. Like I could see him in like your your old um, that hood by air jacket you have, or who um... would collapse under the
1: weight of the jacket. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you get the sense that he like understands his his like role as the as like the young starlet, you know, uh, hot hot guy in Hollywood that like he understands his role is to like go for it and dress up and make statements via what he wears, you know, like, it feels like, it feels like a lot of celebrities just want to, they just sort of want to pass the test and look put together and whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like they, they sort of dress in it, you know, like bores basically. But Timmy's like, yeah. no, I'm like, I'm like the next big thing or I am the big thing. It is my responsibility yeah, to wear like a hot duty. pink women's Stella McCartney suit that gets everyone talking.
2: Oh, that was and my Lula opener. To, shit. The opener to this episode was supposed to be that we're all sitting here in our pink juicy couture um, sweatsuits.
0: I tried to buy one yesterday, the hoodie.
1: <laughs> Are <laughs>
2: they sold funny. out?
0: Well, uh, no, it wasn't sold out yesterday, But but there's this really crazy like heart graphic on the back. Like big... With juicy and gothic letters, like covering the whole back of the sweatshirt. Do you so guys know how he got that?
2: Account. That would look good with your Chrome Hearts jewelry, Sam. It would. Yeah, it
1: would. Do you guys know how he got it? No, what? I don't even know. This is a little. T- this is a little exclusive for corporate lunch. Yeah. He bought it as a gift for Ranelle, and like as a wrap gift after the shoot, ah. and he gave it to her, and she was like, "Oh my god, this is so cool! Can I take a photo of you wearing it?"
0: Oh, Wait, so he Renata bought it. The,
1: yeah, she's
2: the photographer of the cover story. The
0: most he bought it for her before they had met, and like.
1: Well, I think it. they've met before.
0: Oh, they met before. I think okay. They had met before. Yeah. I was like, that's so she cool. he a really showed cool up to that with, with a gift.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, he's a thoughtful guy, and I think yeah. that's a really cool gift, right?
0: Amazing. It's a pretty cool gift. Do you think he ended up giving it to her? Do you think she has it she oh, has it. she does great
1: yeah i mean maybe stay tuned for more wow that's deep that's a
2: wait so sam you were you were so influenced by the Chalmé that you wanted to get yourself a little juicy, juicy. Couture hoodie yeah, of, of little course couture for your body Yeah,
0: you it, looked, it looked nice and like it had like it looked a little cropped you know because it's it's you know because cut for, for a woman yeah <laughs> um which i'm into i'm into like a cropped hoodie right now so
2: yeah, on your long torso, you would probably bear a little midriff um,
0: mm-hmm, in something mm-hmm. like that.
2: No shirt underneath, just a hoodie.
0: And then I'm going to, I was, my plan was to then sort of like re- redo my haircut and wear those round glasses Timothy Chalmay has and a mask and just walk around like Tribeca yeah. and, until people like stop me to take selfies.
1: It's crazy that people recognize him wearing the mask. Yeah. Yeah, it made me wonder if I would.
2: If I would recognize him, I think if his hair was like enough of his hair was showing, like, I understand he's wearing hats, but I think if you saw like the curly hair, you would, I think you would know.
0: I don't recognize anyone. I like, I don't recognize you guys when you're wearing masks.
2: I
1: know it's weird. He also has like a distinctive, uh, like body as yeah. we discussed. Like it was funny yesterday, the two top story, most read stories on our website were the Chalamet story and then this story that was like, how to gain weight healthily. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you clicked on one and went to the other. I was surprised. I think
2: I just realized in this, from this most recent story, that he's six feet tall. Or was that in the last? I can't remember because I also just reread Dan Riley's first Chalamet cover story from, help me out, 2017.
0: No, yeah. it was 2016. Uh, I think it was Will's first cover as creative director of GQ the year before he became EIC. So it was Ryan 20- McGinley,
2: GQ. Ryan McGinley shot it, which is kind of a perfect pairing. Mm-hmm. Although I gotta say, I mean, Chalamet Upstate by Ranel is like one of my favorite GQ shoots ever. Um,
1: Just a light dusting of Bob Dylan.
0: It- <laughs> Just to clarify, we're doing this. We're recording this podcast from a cabin upstate. We went and we rented a corporate we're in the lunch big cabin. Pink. To, yeah,
2: we're in the big pink, and we all just spent the morning um, doing a little harmonica rehearsal.
0: The band and, is in the guest house warming up,
2: and talk and doing Bob Dylan. Um, I
1: rehearsal. actually really one of the things I loved about the story and also about the photographs, like the whole thing, is that he's like, yeah, I like, I'm so envious of him, like just learning about Bob Dylan. Like, he's, like, getting to research this, like, the most, like, fascinating musician of all time, basically, who he, like, seemed to have, like, you know, like, an average familiarity with, but is now getting to, like, dive deep into the, you know, uh, Dylanography, I guess, in this, like, just... I just really envy that. I think that's so cool. Like he and Dan were walking around downtown, mm-hmm. going to like different places in Greenwich Village where he like hung out. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you want to know, I guess it's early in the, like the Dylan film that Chalme's is going to be in, there's no real details about it yet, right? I mean, it hasn't, it's not filming or anything.
1: No, I think all we know is that it's, uh, it's like the 1960s.
2: Right which would make sense just sort of age, like if Chalamet is Dylan, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, you wanna know like what what his favorite, uh, you know, you wanna hear him like quote his favorite Dylan lyrics or something. Mm-hmm. What do you think his favorite Dylan album is?
1: Right now it's Blood on the Tracks.
2: Yeah, but as he evolves, like as a person and as a Dylan fan, it'll, it'll become Desire because anyone with good taste knows that Dylan's best. Oh well, yeah, is
1: yeah, obviously, but the other one that's really good that I've been listening to a lot. Well, I was I was listening to um the one he put out in uh 2006 which is like has thunder on the mountain. Uh-huh. Which is the one where he just talks about Alicia Keys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> about oh my god. It's so good. Hold on. Let me look up what the name of this. Why does uh, he love Alicia Keys? He just well, you couldn't really figure out why he was um bringing up Alicia, Alicia Keys. It's it's modern modern times. And the the lyric is just like I'm thinking about Alicia Keys. I was born she was born in Hell's Kitchen. I was living down the line. I wonder where in the world Alicia Keys could be. It's it's really what? incredible. Highly
2: recommend wow. it. That's interesting um, because um, Timothy Chalamet was born in Hell's Kitchen. Born in it?
1: Hell's Kitchen. I know. I almost did like a tweet with that joke, but I was like, there are like three people who will understand that, <laughs> and so I should just send it to Mark Tracy instead of like, <laughs> waiting for him to like it. The other album that I really like is Infidels. That's what I've been listening to a, a lot recently, which was produced by the like uh, the guy who um, started Dire Straits, the band Dire Straits. You know, I want my MTV, Money yeah. for nothing chicks for. Does Break. that
2: one have Joker Man on it? Yes, it does. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Isn't, that
1: I don't, but it sounds like a Dire Straits song, which is what's oh, yeah. so great about it. Totally. It's like if Bob Dylan wrote a Dire Straits song.
2: I want to know what Chalamet thinks of the 18-minute Dylan song about JFK that came out earlier this year.
1: I mean, it would be fun to see him play JFK also. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> he should yeah. play everyone that Bob Dylan's ever sung about, so he should play Alicia Keys. <laughs>
2: yeah. He can play Hurricane the Boxer.
1: And then he could play he could play Bob Dylan in the Scorsese documentary that came out last year. The like fake documentary. I guess it was sort of a real documentary, but sort of
0: not. The Rolling Thunder Review one?
1: Mm-hmm. Where he wore the white
0: I want yeah, I wanna see Timmy in the Rolling Thunder Review fit.
1: Yeah. You know Which you is? can buy that hat. Really? Yeah. Wow. The people who, who created that hat for Dylan make it with the big bundle of, um, yeah, like, strange. the feather strange... and, yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's so I cool. think it's,
1: like, $400, but it could really be worth it for you guys.
0: Can you send that to me? <laughs> send me that link.
1: Yeah,
0: Halloween's, Halloween's coming up, so. I was actually Bob Dylan for Halloween last year, but I might have to repeat. You were Bob Dylan last year for Halloween? Yeah, it was pretty last minute. I
1: was Bob Dylan, not last year, but like 10 years. Well, what happened was, this isn't at all about (laughs) Timothy Chalamet, but this is the only cool thing I've ever done, uh, which was that when I was in college, I put up, I created this Facebook event and then put up all these posters and I was like, Bob Dylan's coming. He's gonna (laughs) gonna come to, and he's gonna perform in like our dorm common room. And people were like from other colleges in the area were like, oh my God, is Bob Dylan really coming? And I was like, I guess he is. And then I dressed up like Bob Dylan. And I did his like some of his old like press conferences from the '60s.
2: How many people came? Hundreds.
1: No, like fifteen.
0: So you know what it's (laughs) like to to try to embody Bob Dylan, Mm -hmm. like what Timothy Chalamet has been upstate attempt, you know, doing.
1: Yeah, it was really fun. You're wearing, that's a, the outfit that you're wearing, Noah, is very much like the first couple Dylan records. That's what he, like he's wearing on the, I think it's the, the, his debut album, he's wearing an outfit just like that. Has Dylan ever gone on record or, or like discussed his, his personal style choices at all that you're aware of, Rachel? There's actually this incredible scene, I think in Don't Look Back, where he's just shopping for pants. Yeah. And I think he buys the – I haven't seen it in a long time, but I think he buys the striped – you know, those, like, striped pants that he has, the black and white striped pants that he wore all through the mid-'60s. Yeah. So he should come on corporate lunch.
2: I know, yeah. We're working on it. I mean, it'll definitely happen soon, but, you know, it's just, like, scheduling and COVID and – I mean, he has incredible style, right? Yeah, one of the greats. I mean, it just seems, like, sort of inherent or something. I mean, there's some – I don't even know. It's, I think there's a certain type of style, especially that people develop as they get much older, where they are incredibly discerning and careful. It's not, you can't say that they don't care about fashion or style. They probably care. It's just the, their vision is so well honed, you know, they're so, I don't know, specific. And then there's just the natural thing of just being insanely cool. Um, that comes with someone like Dylan, you know? I don't know. Or like Joan Didion or something. I don't I'm, like just the certain certain way Marvin Gaye was like that. Maybe it's just old-timey people. I don't know. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if that'll ever happen again. It's just like a thing that could only exist, of like.
1: Calumet will be like that.
2: With a certain generation. Don't you think so? Yeah, I do. Yeah, he'll look really good, old, probably. I mean, he'll look the way he looks for, like, the next 60 years, and then one day he'll be, like, old and elegant.
1: Maybe he'll just start living his life as Bob Dylan. And when he's in his 60s, he'll make a Victoria's Secret commercial.
0: If we rank Timmy's 10 best fits. You yeah, I,
1: can we keep talking about Bob Dylan? <laughs> this yeah, this is, is really fun. I mean, it makes
2: sense that this is the Bob Dylan episode, but you know what I think number 10 is? I'll start with what I think number 10 is. I think it's the Sterling Ruby overalls and sure and that was really amazing and one thing that was like it's just it just looks really cool I mean it's totally crazy like him wearing that and like this the step and repeat or whatever but it came he came out in that fit like right when that collection kind of debuted and had some had like a lot of buzz it just felt very well like tied to the moment not in like a gross like promotional way or whatever but in like a You know, Sterling Ruby is this like blue chip artist and with this relationship with Raft, there's obviously the collection was a high profile debut. And then to have Chalamet like shortly after be wearing this like pretty wild fit. I don't know if he was the first or only celebrity to wear it, but probably. It was just like a cool moment.
0: And that was the exact- What's that? It was the exact um, sample that was on the runway.
2: Oh really? Yeah, cool. yeah,
0: yeah. Because the because they're all individual, you know. The tie dye is all like unique, one of one, and it was the exact same one that that they showed in Florence.
2: It's like wow, the type of like side. fashion, the type of like fashion entertainment synergy you want you want to see that often doesn't come across as like cool or well timed as that. So mm-hmm. that's number ten. This is going to have to be like a blog post or a social media. This is going to have to convert into I think. Another f- platform of content. So stay tuned. Maybe we'll make a zine or something. Who's doing nine? Sam, you sound ready.
0: Number nine is Timothy Chalamet wearing the red makeout shorts.
2: What's on that? On the boat,
0: on the, on the yacht. Oh, with Lily Rose Depp? Lily Rose Depp, just in these bright red boater shorts. There's another photo where he's off the yacht and he's wearing just like Vans authentics and a cactus plant flea market hat and no shirt and Jesse's red i think they're adidas like swim trunks um yeah i just gotta salute salute my king timmy for uh for just rocking like the the perfect little vacation yachting fit and just never <laughs> having a shirt on yeah. all right and it was as 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 dan Explaining the story, it was sort of a traumatic moment for Timmy, which is is unfortunate. But
2: right, um, he's with his he his cool. young lover on a boat, having a people made
1: fun moment.
0: of people made fun of him, but I think he looked cool as fuck.
1: Yeah, but he said he didn't look cool, <laughs> yeah, which I was, thought was really funny. I was yeah. like, "You look really cool." look
0: Cool, you look really. Yeah, tight.
1: but he was like, "I look like a knob," which I
0: <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. amazing. He was just pale. He just needed. He just made a classic mistake, which is to not lay down a base tan before hopping on the yacht in Cannes with your hot girlfriend.
1: A classic like New York City kid mistake.
0: I know, yeah. he, he's learned now, that's that's good.
1: So for me, number eight comes from our shoot. Is that allowed? Of course. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah.
2: everything is allowed, including on, I'm gonna include on-screen looks,
1: just, 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 I'm gonna allow it, anything goes here. So from our shoot, my favorite look personally was the Bottega jacket with the Wales Bonner track pants and the Kenneth Eyes striped shirt. Oh, yeah. I thought that was incredible. I loved the proportions of, like, the long uh, sleeves, the crop of the jacket, the long shirt, and then those beautiful Wales Bonner track pants. It's also just nice to see, like, that's how people actually wear Grace Wells Bonner. You know, they like mix it in with these other things. And the way that I think a lot of people tend to see it is in the beautiful like runway and lookbook pictures. He also wore the really cool Sambas that Grace Wells Bonner did. He wore them a couple times throughout the shoot, which was... Is-
2: Wait, they're in the shoot?
1: Oh yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I um, heard they're not
0: actually producing those, which is a huge, thing. I, I heard L. that too. But they priced. They actually. I mean, they gave us a retail price for them, though. So, maybe, maybe they are. Fingers crossed.
2: Yeah, that's also just kind of like a great, like I don't know, brand mix of. I just like the idea of Bottega and and Kenneth Eyes and Wales Bonner being put together, mm-hmm. just, just for no other reason. Just, just seems like good chemistry. Three of them. Mm-hmm the timothy Chalamet's seventh greatest fit of all time is going to be a controversial one but it was at the golden globes in 2019 he wore vuitton and he wore all black with a sparkly I, i i don't know a glittery black vuitton harness and people don't even talk about the harness anymore like everyone forgot about virgil's infamous chest rig that just rocked the world um when it when it debuted and um I was always kind of a fan of it. I think it's like creates like cool, like like lines. I think there's something like weirdly like flattering or like cool looking about it. Like, I mean, particularly it sort of brings to mind tactical, you know, it sort of has like a gun holster, like an old Wild West worn high on the chest sort of gun holster vibe to it. But um, anyway, it was a controversial um, garment, one of Virgil's many great, fashion controversies but i just thought it looked super cool and slick on chalamet and it was like this new thing on the right kid and um he's like wearing a black band collar shirt it's all a little like slim and sleek but like his hair is a little not like the best it's ever looked at in that moment maybe like in an awkward in between phase but anyway um chest chest rig harness what was it called wasn't it
0: It was called the Mid-Layer Harness.
2: The Mid-Layer Harness. It's sparkly mid-layer. I back it. I think Virgil should bring it back. I hope they haven't phased it out. I haven't seen it in a while, so maybe. Yeah, I
1: thought it was really cool, too. Um,
0: I think it's still, I think they're still making it, but it's like, it's it's less of a mid-layer. And now it's like, it's been, you know, they're constructing it in like heavier, you know, like they're giving it like heavier treatments and they did like a sort of floral, like flower encrusted version for spring. That's sort of more of like an outerwear statement vibe.
2: I think they also did them in like shirting fabrics too, right? Or like, I think they did shirts where it was just stitched in. So it wasn't actually even a a, a separate piece. Anyway, yeah, you're right. It it does continue, I suppose. But um,
0: all right, who's going to do number six? Um, I'll do number six, uh, which is a fit we've already talked about. But the fuchsia pink Stella McCartney Mm -hmm. suit. I mean, Timothy just tears this look. What I love about it is uh, the shirt is like, I mean, it's like a blouse with um, with a sort of, it doesn't have a pussy bow, but it's its just sort of, a, it's like a blousey shirt. And he wears it untucked with a couple buttons undone. And it just looks super casual, super elegant. The pants, the trousers fit like absolutely perfectly on his, over his hider boots, his favorite boots. Um, and yeah, I just love to see Timmy, uh, Wandering over to the women's wear aisle, picking up a dope Stella suit. Love to see that more often.
1: The fifth greatest outfit Timothy Chalamet has ever worn. Okay, this is gonna be controversial. I love
0: it.
1: It is for me the gray Hyder right. Ackerman suit with the like Obi belt.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And
1: oh yeah, the shell top that he wore to the Venice. Uh, film festival last What's, summer
2: this is like this is hater at his like most swashbucklingest uh best controversial because sam hates this outfit so rachel i really do appreciate you undermining um our third mic here with with what i agree is certainly the fifth best fit and sam will have to <laughs> live with these sloppy with sam was this the sloppy cuff that you were upset about
0: this is the sloppy the sloppy cuff the sloppy hemline yeah i
2: I get I'm it. about this I'm
0: about this look though if any Hyder you know timmy uh collaboration is, is something I can get behind
2: I mean Hyder is an absolute master like stylist he's i mean he's an exceptional yeah, tailor yeah. and designer as well but his personal style is phenomenal I mean Kanye early on based so much so many of Kanye's silhouettes like the bomber and the the kind of not i mean H- hater wears um like trousers, he doesn't wear track pants, but the the general silhouettes that Kanye based a lot of his stuff on, I think, is based on Hater's personal style, mm-hmm. and you see it like, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not an image of Timmy at all. But like, you, this cuffed pant is a very Hater thing, is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the right leg could use just a, I mean, it looks, it looks to me like it actually felt the cuff because of the nature of this fabric, which is probably like some. What is that silk called that you make bridal, that bridal silk called? Anyone know? Rachel, you know what I'm talking about? It's pure silk, but it's heavy and has texture to it. Sometimes oh, it's- Oh,
1: like a shantung silk?
2: Maybe. Anyway, I'm betting that that cuff just fell, the front of that cuff fell down. Um, And you know, he's on the red carpet. He didn't think to adjust it. Anyway, haters the fucking coolest. It's so cool that they found each other, you know, like Hader Ackerman. I mean, he's had a long relationship with Tilda Swinton. Yeah. He's always done well with certain really specific celebrities, I guess, but this is just- Tall people with a great, like, Brewster hair. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Timothy Chalamet's number four greatest outfit of all time, which um, is one of my favorite outfits of all time, but but there's so many good ones with this list. This has to be number four for Timmy today, is the padded Prada coat. Crease trouser. What 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 soccer club hat was he wearing? Che- Chelsea. Chelsea. The Chelsea hat with the with the nicely curved brim, the New Balance nine ninety one, you know, big headphones, smirk on the face. Anyway, the crease trouser and padded jacket is like just the perfect combo with the New Balance. It's very relatable fit. Very like I want this fit on me. Just cool, casual guy out on, this, on the streets kind of fit. Spent a lot of money on this fit kind of fit, but also doesn't necessarily look like it if you don't know kind of fit. Low-key movie star kind of fit. I don't know. Is He, in, he must be in New York with that jacket. No, it's a, he must be in Paris. He's, I he's in, think he's in London. He's in Europe. London. I'm just making shit up. Anyway, that's number four. It's a cute one. Sam, what's number three?
0: Number three is in 2018 timothy chalamet got his photo taken partying in can wearing a chrome hearts fuck trucker hat <laughs> that's the number three best timothy chalamet fit of all time because every hollywood leading man needs to have a chrome hearts hat style moment christian slater did in the 90s uh, as we all know and i just think this is like an important step in his in his uh life as a celebrity I don't actually think he owns this hat. Like, I think he like took it from someone at this party. His hair is like all in his face. He's like clearly dancing. Like, I wonder if someone just sort of like plopped it on his head or like he's yeah, like borrowing like, it from his friend, you know, having like a fun night out in France with his with his homies.
2: They're just like spraying bottles of champagne and mm-hmm. like taking their clothes off and putting other people's clothes on. And, you know, he ends up with like Bella Hadid's, you know, Chrome Hearts hat on. We're down to at- the top two, Rachel, number two, Timothy Chalamet's second number two greatest fit of all time. There's been there's been so many good ones. Um, number two is really going to have to offer something different. I think. Well,
1: no, it does. I know. It's Timothy Chalamet in *Dazed China*. The March 2022 wearing the Kiko racing jacket the like jockey jacket that's silk like a pistachio green and yellow with a loewe t-shirt underneath
0: yeah i really wanted to buy that that same jacket and i think i missed this this day's china editorial because but but once it came out the jacket was just it was nowhere to be found sold out everywhere
2: this jacket would look really good on you, Sam. Kiko is low key, like a great celebrity designer. I don't think he's like mm. cultivating these relationships but he's definitely not for not for every or any celebrity but it's like, it's that kind of, the clothes make sense. It's a great fit for, for Timote. I wonder if they met, if Kiko and Tim, Tim met. We gotta get. I'm gotta, sure they oh,
1: DM. You think,
2: yeah, that's probably true. I wonder if if Kiko probably doesn't call him his little bro, but maybe he has like like Hater does. Maybe he has like a cute nickname for him. Mm-hmm. All right, the number one outfit, the Timothy Chalamet's number one outfit of all time. This this will will come as a surprise to no one, um, because it's probably one of the greatest outfits of all time. Period. A true a true groundbreaking style moment. It's Timothy Chalamet at the 2018 Academy Awards wearing a berluti tuxedo designed by hater ackerman in a in a cream with a shawl collar and a white shirt and white bow tie and i don't know boots there's fist pumping <laughs> the crowd is going wild right now <laughs> thank you everyone for making this possible thank you especially timothy chalamet for wearing these outfits thank you to all the, the, the designers for making them and the stylists for you know, getting them if they did and the e commerce shops for next day shipping and the tailors for getting those hands right just right. What do you guys have when to this, say about
0: when when this hit. fit hit the uh the wire services, I was like, Timothy Chalamet is going to be the biggest thing in the world. That's it's that good. Knew. That's when I knew. I was like, he's got this.
2: Yeah, I would agree. Win, but <laughs> Yeah, like I thought I mean, that they
0: were going to give him the Oscar for the outfit.
2: Yeah, they should have. His hair was like perfect, like a perfect behind the ears tuck with sort of a messy middle part. Um, the suit, the silhouette of this suit, you know, is not—it's not traditional. There's like a longer rise. It's very—it's very kind of hard yeah. to understand the exact mechanics of this, the cut of this tux. Um, the drape
0: of the jacket is just exceptional. It's like so flat and elegant yeah. and like the, the 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 fabric looks quite thick in order to sort of achieve and like it has like nice body to it which is so important in formal wear yeah
2: and the pants are cropped pretty high with no break and they're they're quite slim but they still have this feeling of like looseness or like there's like a
1: yeah there's the, a shape to them they're yeah. not
2: like yeah, Hayter always did this thing with trousers where he kind of cuts them to look a little bow legged somehow. not quite bow legged, but like he like is really utilizing the negative space that the trouser creates. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a sort of a premier example of that. You'd love to see it. Hayter no longer designing for Berluti. This was a short lived moment, right? Two years or something.
0: Such a bummer. I just I just Googled Timothy Chalmette Berluti because he he pulled like five or six different, like, full looks from, um, I think, Hyder's second collection for Berluti, maybe, mm-hmm. um, for his Call Me By Your Name press tour. And man, it's just such an injustice that is no longer upperluti because this stuff is so good. And it's too bad that he wasn't there for, for very long, because there's just not that much out there. You know, I, I, yeah. I've got the, 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 you know, saved searches for it, but it's pretty rare I that think... the pieces come, come available.
2: A life goal for me would be to get a pair of the black trousers from one of those collections. I think like they're just, he just was making like with all the resources in the world in terms of like fabrics construction and like no limit in terms of price and what he could do. Um, Not that his own collection, you know, has limits necessarily, but it's different. It's, it's wilder stuff, but the Berluti trousers he was making are just exceptional. And when I met him, he was already done with Berluti i I did a profile of him and he was already out of the berluti job for for months and he was still wearing the pants and he had this one pair that he'd been wearing daily for like years and they were kind of like the fabric was starting to wear kind of like wear thin and some of the seams were kind of busted like he he wore them like they were like apc jeans or something and they were just these like beautiful like i don't know some kind of satiny black trouser um so yeah, I gotta re-up my like saved eBay search on those things. I wonder how hard it is to find that stuff if it's even possible.
0: Yeah, I need the boots. Yeah, you do. That story that you did on him was great. What what did he say about Berluti? He said like, said I'm still close with all my exes.
2: Yeah, he's very he's Very uh, very sensuous. Yes, everything. And he like, is, like, he,
0: like break- he told you that he breaks it. He keeps breaking his like tiny vintage, uh, eyeglasses during sex. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> didn't he say that? Didn't he say like, "Oh, I have like seven <laughs> pairs of these. I've gone through seven pairs of these. I keep breaking them and trying, during sex." No. <laughs> no. Maybe that uh, didn't make it in the story, but you or someone definitely told me that. Maybe Stepiukha told told me that.
2: Some part of that is certainly true. um Yeah, he he had bought he had bought up like all of these antique glasses, which he's famous for, and he was worried that he had he had basically bought and. Uh, the only remaining pairs and had destroyed all of them, but like the one he was wearing. Um, so I don't know. Hopefully he's, hopefully he hasn't broken those. That was a couple of years ago. Guys, that's the end of that's the end of the Timothy Chalamet episode of corporate lunch. This has been just an absolute Bob Dylan episode. Uh, the what? <laughs> the Bob Dylan uh, episode. This is actually the Bob Dylan episode of corporate lunch. One day we'll get around to the Chalamet episode, uh, in which we'll rank Bob Dylan's greatest fits of all time. Um, uh, because uh, we are one with the universe, and we are we are forming a perfect harmony here. We are. Um, we love Alicia Keys. We love Alicia Keys. Thanks for joining us. Next time.